Yes, 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 welcome back to the podcast. Beloved, this is indeed your brother Big VJ checking in. Today's conversation, we are going to read an article. This article can be found on KTAR News. This is 92.3, this is Arizona. And beloved, the headline reads... Phoenix dad sentenced for killing a man after restroom incident with daughter, right? And this article had been updated in December 18th, uh, 2019. And beloved, we're going to have a conversation, a conversation about it, right? Um, Being that this is the month of February... Uh, shout out to our brother and our ancestor, Carter G. Woodson, who started something called Negro History Week, right? And today, that Negro History Week have became Black History Month, Negro History Month. The original man's history month and the hails of North America and the territory that we call beloved the United States, right? Um, what I do personally every February is I write a letter, right? Because when you go through so much black history, the sacrifice that our elders made is that many lost their lives physically, either through death or physically being in the beast, in a cage, in prison, right? Because we do not own our own schools and we can't teach our babies what is important and who is important, what often happens in our village is that somebody make their ultimate sacrifice in which they lose their life, whether again it's through death or through prison, and their descendants, I feel as though they don't get the support from the village that they should, which makes them often forgot about, right? You know, as an example, I feel like, you know, the sacrifice that Malcolm X made, Malikil Hashabaz, right? I feel as though that being assassinated, that there should be something set up as an estate that we as a village can support his daughters, his legacy, because he gave it all that our people can have another right, another awakening, another privilege. He was he was pushing the meter. He was pushing the bar. I feel the same for our brother and ancestor, Dr. Martin Luther King Jr., who gave it all. He was assassinated. And many of us, we couldn't even name you his children, his children's name. We're not taught to support his children's estate, you know what I mean? Or send them cards or send them letters because their fathers, we're talking about Malcolm and Martin and many others, gave the greatest sacrifice. You see what I'm saying? So much so that, you know, when you hear the stories from their children, Malcolm's daughters didn't really know him. 
he spent that much time in the struggle. They didn't, they didn't know him. A lot of Martin King's children, they didn't know him. He was in the struggle. He's trying to push a line so his people can have something. And they gave the greatest sacrifice along with many others. So, you know, I, I look at it this way. You know, for me, I find someone to send a letter to send my support. If I can't do it any other month, I do it in February. Because, see, when I look at my personal life, right, when you come out of the city of Detroit, it's something that's going to be unfortunately true. It's a reality that you kind of go through that nobody else go through when you're from the city and you're from the neighborhood. You have your family, your natural family, and then you have your neighborhood family. And in my journey, in my life, there's not a time that I can think of, and I'm going back 25, 30 years, where I don't remember having all of my homeboys out of prison or jail and all of my family members out of prison and or jail at the same time. I kind of like been dealing with one or the other. Either I have a homeboy locked up and I have, you know, cousins and brothers out of jail and prison, or I got a brother or cousin in, in jail or prison and I got a homeboy out. Never I have all my peoples out at the same time. So for the last 30 years of my life, I have been accustomed to writing letters, you know what I'm saying, putting putting money on the books so you can have your conversation together, your phone time. I have always had a, a GTL account, right, which is Global Tail Link. And you have to go on gettingout.com and you have to put some on your people's books and send them an email. Or, this, is how, this has been my reality. Because I'm already trained to do that, when February come around, I'm going to write somebody that was impactful to the village. You know, I'm going to write our brother Kwame Kilpatrick with Kwame's home now. You know, shout out to Donald Trump, or I should say, President Trump for putting that pardon in for our brother now. He's home with his family. You know what I'm saying? He poor chopping since he's been home now. <laughs> Yo. You know, we see Kwame now. And Kwame is poor chopping it up now. Right? That is our brother, though. You know what I'm saying? We glad that the brother's back home with his family and everything like that. But when he was down, we gotta write our brother. Um, you know. The last February, I had to write our brother, Jamal Al-Amin, who was formerly known as A-Trap Brown. I had to write our elder, our brother that's down bad. The elder got to be about 80, 81, 82 years old now. But I feel as though it's important that us in the village that we are free, we can't forget about those that made the ultimate sacrifice. Because what happened is that, you know, the youth are watching. And if they see that the elders that made the sacrifice is just going, everybody just going on with their social media life and their careers and they just moved on, we can't come back and start calling other brothers, oh man, you cooning, you cool. Because it's profitable to be a coon. You know, what good is it to put it all on the line and 15 years later, 20 years later, your people don't even know about you no more. What did you put it all on the line for? This is the importance of a family this is the importance of being in the village you know what i'm saying so i tell a joke i said shit you know i know i'm on a uh fbi watch list <laughs> i send letters to everybody we're gonna put a little something on your books if we don't do it all year goddamn we can at least beloved we can at least do it in february 
you know, that's why this uh, article that we're going to read today is important because we're going to talk to, uh, we're speaking to a larger issue, but we're just going to read this article about our brother Melvin Harris III. And there's a petition that's out, and I'm on the petition to drop our charges for Melvin. And I'm going to put that link up to uh, change.org. So if you want to be a part of this petition that the brother can be free, you can get on board with this one or write this brother a letter or send something to this brother's books or the freedom fighter of your choice or their descendants of your choice to say, hey, man, we appreciate the ultimate sacrifice that your mom made, that your dad made, that your uncle made, that... Um, just sends something to the estate saying we appreciate it and i feel like that is something that we as a village should all get on board with we're just not taught to do this you know um you know we have guides and religious leaders that only can take us so far they're good guides when it comes to you know they can guide us when it comes to like i guess the morality issue but after all this morality you need some dental work you still need to go down to the hospital and get your physical, right? You still need to be mindful that there's people from our village that's living in the belly of the beast that were doing things for your benefit. The Panthers was doing things for your benefit. These were college kids. The Panthers wasn't no, no Negroes that just came out of the street and just was knocking and bucking it. These were college children pushing the line so our people can have something. Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. was an educated man. He didn't have to do... He could have just got an Ivy League job somewhere and just kicked back and he could have just cooned his way to wealth. He just... He used his influence to push a line so his people can have a certain level of rights and dignity. And So what do we do behind that? You see what I'm saying? Um, the article that we're going to read today... If we are in love with black fathers and black dads standing on their square, then when we see one that stand on his square, operating his calling because we all know we are to provide, protect, and instruct, kill. Huh? Provide, protect, and instruct, kill. As we say it this way, avenge or revenge. You're born to do that. So what happens and what do you do when you see someone that operate in their calling? Let's take a look at the article, right? We see the picture of our brother. You know, like we always do, we're going to put the link in the description bar, right? If you want to take a look at this article in its entirety. And it says, Phoenix, a Phoenix father accused of fatally beating a man who allegedly tried entering a bathroom stall occupied by his daughter last year has been sentenced to eight years in prison. Melvin Harris III, 41 years old, pleaded guilty to manslaughter, a class two felony, on November the 4th. He was sentenced Friday with 496 days credit for time already served. He'd originally been charged with second degree murder and the death of Leon Armstrong following an August the 2nd, 2018 incident at a Phoenix convenience store. All right, beloved, let's stop and say this. When homicide happens in our village, nobody wins. 
We're not spiking the ball because Leon Armstrong lost his life. Uh, Leon Armstrong did something very improper. And uh, more, you know, we when we start, uh, no, no, let me say it this way. You know, there's a way that we're going to make our transition out of this planet. And it's up to you whether your transition is going to be with honor or dishonor. Right. Um, you know, in a great house, right, in a great house, there's gold and silver. Right. And then there's also lower level items in the home and wood is one of them in the great house right so this is not a spike in the ball saying well our brother leon should have died we ain't saying that what we are saying is that you can make your choice we all have this we all have a choice we all have decisions and it's up to you whether you want to die with honor or you're going to die with dishonor right let's scroll down we'll continue reading the case drew national attention, which it did not, with some people siding with Harris for defending his daughter while others condemning him for a violent overreaction. Given all the facts and the circumstances of this case, we feel like this is just outcome. This is the attorney, Blase Blase. Um, let's go down to what happened play by play. According to the court documents at the time of his arrest, Harris went into the quick trip near 19th and Dunlap Avenues around 11.30 p.m. to pick up his teenage daughter and her two friends, a black father, right? An original man, which is called to provide, protect, and instruct, avenge, and revenge. That's his calling. That's my calling. That's your calling. Every man in the village, that is his calling. He's going to pick up his daughter 30 minutes before midnight. Young teenage girls just having a good time. And his daughter and two of her friends went into the quick trip right all right when harris daughter and her friends exited the store they told harris that a man tried to get inside their closed and locked stall door in the women's bathroom he's a predator leon who was no longer here we're not judging our brother right because we know that could be a thing of mental health here and um you know it sounds like it's some predator kind of shit going on to be totally honest right to be totally honest and transparent like i say you know you make decisions of honor or dishonor you went into the women's stall there's three teenage girls in the stall i'm just i'm glad they had the door lock and you're trying to get in the door while they're in there and that is not proper to do that right the Harris daughter and her friends exited the store. They told Harris that a man tried to, to get inside their clothes and lock stall in the women's restroom. The daughter told an employee and the employee told an, an on-site security guard. As Armstrong exited the store, Harris daughter identified him as a man who tried to go into the restroom. Harris then approached the security guard and said, hey, he needed, he needed to take care of the situation or he would do it himself as the father he's like hey you either gonna do this thing or i'm gonna i'm gonna do this thing harris then got back into his vehicle and pulled up to the gravel where armstrong had moved to witnesses said harris approached armstrong punched him in the face causing him to fall and uh stumped him out a little bit 
He left the scene, heads were taken to the hospital, and he died a few days later. All right, all right, that's what happened, that's what happened. Now, let's just say this, let's say this. We, beloved, are nobody's judge and jury. Uh, everybody loses in a situation, right? Um, I feel as though that the brother protecting his daughter and his daughter's friends probably should have did that time on paper, not in in real life, just on paper. Um, he was dealing with what he perceived to be a predator. This is your daughter. This is your baby girl. You know what I'm saying? And now, because of the father's actions, what you don't want happening is the daughter second guessing, telling what was a, what was a threat to her. Because now she may look at this situation like, man, you know, I don't want to, I wish I never told my dad, I wish I never. And if she go through life saying, I wish I never told my dad, because when he did what he supposed to have did as a man, stood up for his daughter, right? He didn't come out of the car with a gun or a knife. He put grown man hands on. He stood flat foot in front of him. And really the, the young scrap had to, he's 27. Really, the young, I'm from a world where the young man would have dragged that 41-year-old 40 man. You know what I'm saying? That's the world I'm from, but the young boy can't fight. So the original man, the father, put the presumed predator down, stumped him down a little bit, and that's just typical, but he, he later died behind it. Nobody could foresee that. So um, we don't want that trauma on that daughter. Now, the real unfortunate part about this story is that not only did the brother go to jail, I always feel when somebody gets caught, they never get caught on their first time. Nobody never get caught doing anything on their first time. I think the dude was 27. If we read the article right, this wasn't his first time doing some shit like this at 27. He didn't been he did this before. Nobody must have said nothing to scream loud enough or something. This this is not the first time this should happen. You went into the women's restroom, they're hollering and screaming in there, I know. And you still trying to get in the stall? Come on, man, something is gravely off with that. But that father was there to defend his daughter's honor and his daughter's homegirls. And what we do not want to see happen happen is the daughter become frightful of telling anything that is a that posed as a threat to her because that is what happened to our other elder Maya Angelo. Somebody was doing something improper to her. She told the appropriate people it got handled. And then Maya felt the way about it. So much so that she stopped speaking for so many years. We're going to leave it there. Beloved, we're going to leave it there. We're asking all of our queens, don't change a thing. If you see something, you feel like it's a threat, say something. 
we are men whatever consequence come with it we can handle it we ain't gonna cry about it we pretty sure our brother is doing time strong he's standing on the square and all we got to say to that is this if we can support men like this and others that's in our village that made a sacrifice for their family their family's protection because this could happen to any of us Beloved, I got cousins with daughters. I got uncles with daughters. We all got daughters. We, you know, their daughters is my daughters. We all the family. We a tribe. This is the same. We ain't got nothing. We got nieces, beloved. This can't happen. This couldn't. This is a plug and play system. This could have. You can pull him out and put any one of us in there. We would have did the same thing. He probably was so excited he was on the scene. He was present. He was present. When he seen and he heard that his daughter and her friends was threatened, man, that man went right into his calling. We're here to protect. We are here to avenge. I say it all the time, avenge and revenge. If I can't even get you today, if I stumble, if I stumble on you a month from now, Two months from now, six months from now, two, three years from now. I'm from a city where they catch you two, three years from now. Shit, they act like you just did it yesterday. <laughs> they get on that ass like you just did it yesterday. <laughs> Shit, you forgot, I ain't forgot. Beloved, they didn't forget. So, we're going to leave it there. You know what I mean? Uh, we're going to leave it there. We don't want to, you know, like I say, you know... Um, I know what it feels like to be on the other side of the coin when I know what it looks like when somebody died and you on that side. And then I also know what it looks like when someone had to be killed and you just, your partner and your family's on the, you on the killer side. And I know what that's like. I know what both sides of that coin feels like. You understand what I'm saying? And you just don't want to see your family in the belly of that beast. You know what I mean? Um, you know, you can go to that grave site and talk, but they don't talk back. You know, you can go to that jail and speak. They can at least speak back. But we don't want our people that stood up for honor in a in a prison in a jail with those that did not. Maybe that's the best way to say it. So we want to give them our support. Everybody that walked in the path of honor, we want to give them our total support. You know what I'm saying? How about that? Peace and black power to your family. Yes, yes, yes. Beloved, thank you guys so much for listening and so much for hanging out. This is indeed Real Black Conscious Phone Podcast. This is your brother V, man. I'm getting with you guys later. Peace, peace, and more peace. father is charged with murder after police say that he beat a man to death who was reportedly trying to go into the bathroom stall that his daughter was in. Melvin Harris is accused of killing Leon Armstrong earlier this month at a quick trip convenience store in Phoenix. Carter Evans spoke to both families, including the suspect's daughter. Carter, good morning. 
Good morning. Earlier this month, Melvin Harris and his teenage daughter visited this convenience store so she could use the restroom. It was just before midnight and it was just supposed to be a brief stop, but it ended in a deadly fight right here outside the parking lot. What do you think your dad was doing that night? Protecting me. Melvin Harris's 16-year-old daughter says she regrets telling her father what happened inside this Phoenix Quick Trip convenience store on August 2nd. Her mother asked that we not disclose the teen's name. Now someone's dead, and now everyone's coming at me like I did something to him. According to court records, inside the store, a man entered the women's restroom and tried to get into her closed and locked stall door. Shortly after the teen told her dad what happened, Harris alerted a security guard to, quote, take care of the situation or he would do it himself. Security told him they would handle the situation. Security was like, oh, yeah, we don't play that. That's the third time he did that. We're going to F him up if you don't do it. Harris later allegedly approached the man outside the QT where he punched him in the face, causing the victim to fall, then struck the victim in the face several more times and also kicked and stomped on him. 26-year-old Leon Armstrong died. I don't think anybody can be prepared to hear that type of news that someone just was so cruel. Armstrong's aunt, Kathleen Johnson, says he suffered from schizophrenia. Though he did have some mental illness, he was never uh, a person that was considered a pedophile of any sort. Harris is now facing a charge for second-degree murder. Diana Jackson is his fiance. A guy died here. Yeah. I, I mean, this is really it's, serious. It's sad because nobody should have died. She was supposed to be able to go in there, use the restroom, and get her a fountain drink, and go home. Now, a spokesperson for Quick Trip says that this is a horrible tragedy and they're going to continue to assist police. We reached out to the security company that operates here. We've not heard back. Harris points out that he did not throw the first punch. That's his claim. But police say, in this case, that doesn't matter. John? Carter, thank you. Thanks for listening. Remember to follow us on Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, Google, Anchor, Spotify, and Facebook. Also. Don't forget to like, share, and comment on the podcast. Your opinion of what you just heard is important to the platform. So yes, beloved, your comments are the engine and fuel to the machine. Stay blessed and have a powerful day.